What is up, Sugar Bushes? Welcome to another episode of the fabulous, wonderful Snacks Packs. As always, you're joined by your host, Snackston, and the fabulous co-host, Goose. What's up, gang? We're just gonna we're gonna go ahead and let Goose tell you how this episode's gonna play out because we've established that he is now our content goblin, <laughs> and uh, I'm just something pretty to look at. So go ahead and take it away, my friend. And just so you guys understand, I'm looking at him covered in absolutely insane face paint right oh, now. Oh yeah, He's I was just uh, being the face. <laughs> I was uh, filming a true crime video and I was like, I don't have time to take this off, so we're just going to we're just going to wing it and he's going to have to stare at me like this. It's totally normal, the cross yeah, well, and you, the white. Yeah. You shouldn't expect anything different when walking into my house. So, uh this one we're going to talk about growing up with TV and movies. Uh we've talked at length already about how technology's changed how we consume visual media and how the format of visual media has changed, but we didn't talk about specifically the media we were consuming and how it has changed over time too. So uh, we're going to do a two-parter. We've decided ahead because we're better at planning now. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a two-parter because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, I don't know if we're going to release the second one immediately. Yeah, I haven't decided on that because sometimes I feel like, you know, releasing one part and then making them wait for the next part next week. Yeah. 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 Get them, get them, you know, warm the oven up. Yeah. Um, But I also kind of feel like people listen to the second part and be like, I don't fucking remember anything. Yeah. That's kind of a concern I had too, especially because it's conversational. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. It's not like a video. Uh, So yeah, we're going to do two episodes about this and it's not going to be specifically (laughs) movies and then specifically TV. We're going to just talk about both as we grew up. Yeah. And um, then the one after this will be music. There, good God. So, as we have been uh, doing for our previous episodes, we've kind of established a format where we're going to start with the past. So, I uh, there's a well-known phenomenon about children watching movies over and over and oh over God. and over. <laughs> uh, for And, um, you know, because they gain satisfaction by being able to predict it. Um, it takes a lot of repetition for their tiny little brains to understand anything. Yeah, because children are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> children are dumb, dude. And, and I know whoever's listening is like, well, yeah, but not yeah. my kid. Yeah, it's no, your, your kid. kid is dumb. dumb. Let me tell you. Absolutely. So, yeah, I want to talk about the movies that we would watch over <laughs> and over and over again. And I had mine written down. Did you? Are you ready to bring uh, some yeah, up? Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Which there's, I, I as a child... I didn't watch too many movies over and over again, but the ones that I did were just constantly, constantly on repeat. So you just watched less movies less more Less movies often. more often, yes, absolutely. Okay, well, I uh, watched a lot. Uh, you know, it was kind of funny because as I was putting this list together, I realized I watched a lot of old shit as a movie. Oh, as yeah, a kid. yeah, yeah, same. Like, um, <coughs> my parents got me on Disney mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my dad's like 60 now and my yeah. mom's 50. So they were a little older, uh, but like I grew up on like bed knobs and broomsticks and like Mary Poppins as, as a young boy, I watched Mary Poppins over and over. I have no clue what bed knobs <laughs> and broomsticks are. What the, is that like a, it sounds like a cleaning so it's, supplies. It's a animated, it's a, it's a mixture of both. It's animated and live action. Kind of oh, like, really? okay. I, I guess that was my thing. Mary yeah, Poppins, yeah, yeah. Is, Mary the same Poppins thing. is the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, for the viewers who don't know, Mary Poppins is 64 and, uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks came out in 1971. Uh, I've actually never seen Mary Poppins. You never seen Mary not Poppins? My, not my life, dude. They never are seen real, Mary It Poppins. is really delightful. I, and Julie I, Andrews is just 
unparalleled. Everything I've learned about Mary Poppins has been kind of against my will, uh, just in pop culture. I, yeah. I, I don't have any animosity towards the movie or anything like that. It's just I never, just it was never shown to me, and I never went out of my way to find it's it. It's like, you know, Wizard <laughs> of Oz, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody pretty much knows how what it's about. Yeah, you should yeah, just yeah. watch it once. To yeah, see I guess, yeah, I should definitely take a gander as cool. an adult. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of nice. It's, you know, it's just a happy, fun story, and I like I like old movies with like practical effects. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a little harder. Uh, and uh, one that we've already talked about in person, but a movie I watch all the time. It's fucking. It's, <laughs> I think you had like there's got to, what happened to you as a child? It that was you it was old movie? Yeller. You just like uh, watching, came out in 1957. You just like watching dogs die over uh, and over. Spoiler again? alert yeah. for the 60 year old movie: Old Yeller <laughs> dies at the end. Oh yeah, in case you haven't seen it. Uh, um, I it's so funny that I watch that movie all the time. It's probably one of the earliest indications to my parents that something was wrong with me. Yeah, that's fair. There's I, a lot of hints later that I think they put together, but we, uh, uh, you may be a psychopath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I remember really liking. It, it's a lot of like footage of outdoors. It's a lot of animals. It's like pretty simple and pleasant. Yeah. Like it's actually a pretty nice movie, you know. And Old Yeller is only in the last part. And I'm gonna be honest. For a long time that I watched that movie, because <laughs> so at the end after the the kid or after they shoot Old Yeller, they have the kid and and they give him a dog, but it's like a grown dog. It's not a puppy. Yeah. And so I think as a kid I was like. Oh, old Yeller's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pet cemetery. I was like, like oh, they back. just shot this this sickness out of him, yeah. scared the piss out of him. He's ready to go <clears throat> with the old medic gun. I think for a long time I didn't really get that. That's fair. I also maybe thought that like maybe you know as a kid a lot of our uh, our feelings come from uh, emotional responses that we get because it's hard for us to process certain feelings and maybe the sadness of the movie created some kind of emotional response that you were like, Oh, you know, this, That's is, true. this is how I wow. learned this yeah. is from movies and uh, watching this, um, the movies. So the movies that I continuously watch growing up, uh, all time. Number one was the little vampire. Oh my God. The little yes. vampire was my shit, dude. Yes. I watched that. Th- there probably, there wasn't a time when I was home that little vampire was not playing in our VHS player. When um, I saw you share that post about it on Facebook, <laughs> I, I had completely forgotten about that. Movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and as soon as I saw it, I was immediately like eight years old eating pizza on a Friday night, dude. watching that movie from Blockbuster. Absolutely. Again, absolutely, dude. Oh, man. And it was like, and it's also one of those movies that's like, I didn't necessarily remember it until, you know, like you said, you saw the meme that I shared. Yeah. It. But it's one of those movies that I didn't necessarily remember. But as soon as I remembered it, I could tell you every fucking scene from the damn thing. Uh, I wanted to be a vampire growing up so motherfucking bad. Way before Twilight made yeah, it. Yeah, cool. way before Twilight, dude. Uh and I think honestly that's probably what got me into like the, the goth culture. alternative style and the spookiness yeah. of everything. Um and then I'm looking at the list of like the cast and I'm like none of these people have ever <clears throat> no, been yeah, in another I've done movie. anything after that. <laughs> this um, is the end of their careers. And then when I wasn't watching The Little Vampire, uh, which was usually when I was at one of my aunt's house because my mom wouldn't let me take the movie with me. Um was Little Rascals and like oh, the old the, the black old and white oh. cartoons, Little Rascals, like the old show. I watched and then, the little, uh, the newer one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, once that came out, I watched the hell of, watched the shit out of it. Uh, but Little Rascals was like my shit, dude. I don't know what it was. I just loved it. And I remember going to um, my Aunt Banny's house and she would make me uh, sugar toast 
And I would sit there. I don't know if you ever had sugar toast. Oh, burgers. I've had yeah, sugar I would toast. say every, I'm from who the Midwest. Has, yeah, so. <laughs> um, I would sit there and watch the Little Rascals for like days, basically. That's, yeah. Um, it, when you mentioned that, it, right now it made me remember. I didn't even put it in my notes. Uh, Big Fat Liar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With yeah, yeah. Frankie Muniz. Yes, sir. Oh my God, dude. That that is the kind of shit I was just like. It's such a happy light fun movie you know and and i remember big fat liar would be uh um would be playing on like the disney channel all the time all the time and if you grew up you know in the early 2000s and and about the same age as us disney channel originals are part of your childhood the 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 intro where you have the dudes jumping up doing the splits and there's the movie reels everywhere and all the different disney actors and actresses are doing whatever and every time you saw that you were like some fucking fire ass movie is about (laughs) to be played the movie about the leprechaun basketball player look it's like lucky the irish or something like that there was uh the Oh, what was that one? The Lizzie McGuire movie. The Liz- oh my! God. I still know the words to Lizzie McGuire songs from that movie. Dude, so do Sing I. Sing to me, Paolo. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, oh my God. Oh, what, what was the one that was making me fucking think of that? Um. Oh, Smart House. Smart House. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. I remember Smart House. The movie was so um, cool. Cadet Kelly was another one. Another uh, Lizzie McGuire <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Hillary Duff classic. Hillary Duff classic. Yeah. Yes. And then we had uh um. Some of these I don't necessarily. The Proud Family, Proud Family like movie. Proud I family. love the Proud Family. Um, and then the we even had, Stevens movie slapped too. Oh, dude, I forgot. I love even Stevens. Even Steve, we shout out to Shia LaBeouf. That's on my dude. TV shows for my nose. Absolute I love banger. watching fucking even Stevens. Even Stevens. And then once once it became spooky season, like we're in now, you had Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus, oh, dude. My God, it was just. I that, I like didn't even realize how much I was looking forward to Halloween Town movies coming oh, out dude, on Disney yeah, same. again. I Absolutely. was like, oh hell yeah! Um, there's another one. I, I don't know. If, I think it's played on Cartoon Network, but it, they play it every year, and I can't remember what it's called. But it was such an iconic part of my childhood. Um, it was the it was a kid. He had a brother, uh, and the brother wore like a red hoodie with like devil horns, and he was blonde. And they would go into this. Uh, yeah, it's like hella animated. Um, I do not know. It's dude, animated movies back then. Have you ever one of the one I put on my list? Have you ever rewatched Toy Story one? Toy Story one from nineteen ninety five. I can't say that I. That have. movie was an integral part of my childhood to the point that it was like one of the earliest expressions I ever uttered. Like expressions, really? Yeah, like as a kid <laughs> when I was like, because this movie came out in ninety five, so it was only one. But I watched it a lot as I was growing up and. There was this point in my life where at like four years old to all of my family and parents, I'd be like, you talking to me? <laughs> a four-year-old kid. And they're like, where the fuck did he get that expression? Uh, uh, and it was in Toy Story. It's, uh, yeah. And it's weird. Uh, the movie that I'm thinking of is Scary Godmother. I can't remember oh, if it was on Cartoon Network or what what station it aired on. I can't. I, it's not coming to me, but I just had a. I literally searched up Halloween movie with kid in red hoodie with devil horns. I've never even uh, seen this. Really, Scary Godmother well, was a classic. My dude. my parents did not like Cartoon Network. They really, kept, they kind of kept me off of it. Um, it's also like what was it? What was like what I was going to say? Um, was it's crazy how we as kids we pick up a lot of our like dialogue and oh and phrases God. from movies and TV shows. One of the ones I put on my list is Shrek. Shrek, which oh yeah, has achieved the most bizarre idol adulation in our culture, but earned. 
It's an incredible movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But anytime I hear, uh, like, sacrifice, I I think of that expression where Lord Farquaad's like, some of you may, may die. die. <laughs> yeah, that's a sac- that I don't. That line has just rung through my whole life forever. I just love that shit. Um, I, I remember when like the commercial for one of the Shrek movies was on TV, and they had the song that was like "Burn, baby, burn, just go." Oh like, yeah, burn. that was I the would, first one. Yeah, I would sing that to myself. And yes. I remember we were at like Christmas or something, and I was singing it to myself. My my stepdad's brother was like. How does he know that song? It's from like so long ago, and Listen they were to like James Brown. <laughs> they were like he watches a lot of TV, and I was like, "Gang, yeah." But uh, a lot of a uh, you know a lot of us as teens too is just quoting TV shows and movies because yeah. I used to talk to my brother about it, and he was like, "Dude, he was like, I remember you could quote like every Family Guy oh. episode." He oh, was like, God. "You would say Family, some, you would no. say some quote, and I wouldn't know what you're talking about, and you'd be like, oh, it's from Family Guy episode number thirty-six. Oh, blah, Jesus, blah. yeah, I was I was uh, consumed by television." That's awesome. It's I, fantastic. I, I watched a lot of movies as a, a kid. like, And I liked kind of a, like, you know, the classics like Men in Black yeah, and, yeah. and Jurassic Park. Um, and I don't remember at all where I was going with that. Not fantastic. Yeah. yeah you wanted, I was going to put it here for a question in. just to start the conversation. <laughs> Do you remember the first movie you saw in theaters? The first movie I saw in theaters. Uh, I gotta be honest. I've pro I probably had seen a movie prior to this in theaters, but I don't remember it. One movie I do vividly remember watching in theaters was Dawn of the Dead, and I was yeah, I was like eight years old. That movie? Oh, what? Yeah, Which, um, man, you took a long time to go see a movie in the theaters. Well, I know for a fact I'd been to the theaters. To see a movie, I just can't remember which one it would be. It was either Dawn of the Dead or Bridge to Terabithia. Uh, oh my god! Because because our you're so fucked up, dude. <laughs> our school. Oh my god! Our school went on a field trip to the movie theater when I was way back when, and we went and watched Bridge to Terabithia, and my Oodle. mom was there, dude. Yeah, and my mom was there, and when the girl died, a lot of the kids in my class laughed, and my mom was like, "Why is everyone laughing?" And I was just like being a fucked up kid. That's, That's what terrible. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh rough. my! You know that reminds me. Uh, there was we watched uh, in my like his, this history of film class that I took in high school, and I, I used air quotes because the I now after I've seen like literally thousands of movies, I was like, she doesn't know shit. <laughs> she didn't know any doesn't movie. Know anything. She picked one of the movies was The Man in the Iron Mask, which was like an absolutely <laughs> garbage Leonardo DiCaprio movie from the late nineties, like no history at all. But we watched Gone with the Wind. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, yeah, I've seen Actually, Gone with the Wind. pretty good movie. Yeah, but not bad. When uh, the little girl is on the horse that's like running around the track and everybody, oh no, I think it was actually the old man because it happens twice. Yeah. And, and we could tell it was happening again that the horse was running around and someone was going to fall off of it and die. And when that happened, the whole class, because we were in high school, just started like, busting up laugh like we cheered and clapped and our teacher got so mad she's like what is wrong with you and she left the room and slammed the door dude hell yeah i was gotta, like i mean it's kind of funny yeah Fuck. yeah i mean and it's also you're in that phase of like uh you're in like your devil's advocate morbid it's callous indifference yeah, to humanity yeah and so you know death is just the funniest shit ever to you at that age plus or, it's like a movie from the 30s it was just kind of cheesy you know it, it didn't didn't look the best. Oh yeah, no, I can I can fucking imagine. I can't even remember the last time I was probably in school when I saw that movie. Um, the first movie I saw in theaters was Bugs Life. Dude, 
the and the early run of Pixar, like from the, in the nineties and the early two thousands. I mean, they're still make like a ton of great movies, yeah, but yeah. back then, like incredible, yeah, phenomenal, run. dude. It was it was unparalleled. Like nobody can match them. And I remember Bugs Life being like um, a a. Uh, a staple in my childhood. Oh yeah, I played the. Sh- I watched the movie and then played I played the, the shit out of the game. It was yeah. like PlayStation One, dude. Oh my god. And then god. you go to like the off-brand house. Some like the friend who didn't have the cool stuff, and they have ants. <laughs> instead. Yeah, ants. <laughs> not I Bugs that Life movie too, but I, I definitely prefer that Bugs movie. Life. Is not a kids movie. It's fucking what, not his. What's his name? Woody Allen. Yeah, it's Woody. Woody Allen. Yeah, and he's yeah, like a grasshopper. Seven-year-olds don't understand Woody Allen. Yeah, movies. no shit. You're you're not wrong. Uh, but oh, uh, the what I liked about bringing up movie theaters was there a great example of something that's changed a lot in our lifetime. Cause when we went to movie theaters, they were very similar to airplanes where they were packed asses to ankles. Yeah. In there. Uh, yeah. And now, uh, they've t- made more of a transition to this like boutique, you know, comfortable experience. Very, very bougie. And they can well. charge a lot more money for it. Yeah. Too. And dude, it's insane to it's, me that I, I know movie theaters probably aren't making their money off ticket sales. They're they making their no, money. It's, it's popcorn. Yeah, concessions. Yeah, it is. Fucking go to the movie theater, and I'm like, okay, let me get a medium popcorn, a medium drink, and like uh, some sweet tart ropes. That'll be forty three dollars. Fifty dollars, please. I'm like, you're fucking high, dude. <laughs> oh that's why. God. That's why we go to the dollar store and get candy and before jam it this. in our pants. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, I, can't I mean, believe it. but like before streaming. Uh, it was either you went to see the movie, it went to the movie theater to see a movie, or you had to get off your ass and go to the fucking store and get a movie. Go to Blockbuster. But like with streaming going out, people just stop going to the movies like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's like definitely, you know, if you can just watch a movie straight on your TV in your comfy ass couch, smoking a joint, and eating popcorn. It, that's why, way yeah, better why, than yeah, the why fucking movie. Why would you movie. go to a theater? So I think it's cool, and I definitely like the transition to all comfy seats, like recliner style, oh, yeah. <clears throat> less people. Honestly, you know, I've never been to like an Alamo Draft House. Oh, oh, you have it, dude. Have they're, they're fucking great. Yeah, I, they're aren't fantastic. they like super strict about um, like sound in your phone? And um, shit? Yeah, they are to an extent, but I, there's I'm always- about that though. No, I agree. I definitely like. Uh, I definitely don't enjoy pulling my phone out or someone doing it during a movie and someone being loud. One thing, one of my fucking biggest pet peeves, pet peeves, is being in the movie with somebody and when they lean over to ask me something or talk to me instead of whispering, they talk at a normal oh voice. Oh my god! Like, I have a friend who knows dude. who they yeah. are right now. <laughs> oh. It just, it is the bane of my existence. You're like, hey, did you see the? Yeah, what you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just at full Jesus, volume, dude. Even during a quiet part. But Alamo Draft Houses, they are pretty strict about that. But also, there's also there's always kind of a light on at your seat because you have the little the little desk thing in front oh, of you to eat and stuff like that. Kind of annoying. And the way you get your food is you write your order down on a piece of paper and then the waiter oh. comes up and you give it to is him. Is it tight though? Yeah, is oh it's great. It? No, it's I'm not it's, gonna go to a movie theater for like another year. Yeah, but. no, I'm I'm I I absolutely one hundred percent recommend it. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's like, my, but my pet peeve is definitely like sound in movie theaters. I one time I went and saw True Grit, the 2010 one. Oh, uh, I, I, it's yeah. a good movie. No, no, it is a good movie. Uh, I never I, saw it in theaters. I so. saw it in theaters by myself, and I sat next to just in one seat. I sat next to this fucking old dude who was like jamming his hand into the popcorn oh my god jamming it in his mouth and then he would napkin loud his napkin. I was like, I had to like just. Sit somewhere random in the movie I'd be like, theater. Sir, can you calm down before I take the armrest <laughs> off this chair and stab you in the fucking Ridiculous. head with it? 
Um, one, uh, one thing is if you don't know movie etiquette, I'm going to give you some right now. One, you open your snacks at during preview. You don't yes. open your snacks during the actual movie. Yes. You fucking maniac. And two, we should normalize when the pandemic is over going to movies by yourself. Yeah, it's like, fine. why is that a weird it's thing? Nice. Like going out to eat by yourself, going to movies by yourself, dude, bro. Enjoy your own company, man. Yeah, I've done that all the time. Absolutely. I, I love going to see like, I, the thing is I, I watch a lot of movies and I just can't count on someone to always want to go. Yeah. Want to go see I a movie. See. With me. Yeah. And I, I'm yeah. the same way. And it's, I'm, I'm curious to ha- as to how the movie industry is going to survive. You know, the only thing really keeping it alive right now is new releases. You can't stream. So you have to go to a theater, but is there going to be a time I mean, where that's Mulan? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fucking garbage. I mean, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> garbage. But like, I don't know. I, I do think that they'll start to become smaller and smaller and more boutique, just like, you know, Alamo draft house, but even nicer. Cause I think we'll start to see, it, it depends, but it, we'll start to see companies move to like Disney's already doing, ha- releasing new movies on streaming yeah, platforms. Yeah. But I think that they probably make more money doing it in the theaters just because they've been like, so against for so long. Unless yeah. that's like really that driven by movie theaters. Yeah, I honestly, I, I'm not well versed in the movie world like i watch a lot of movies but you don't i don't know a lot I, about movie distribution yeah right. what the fuck, dude? production and you distribution you movies? fucking nerd god <laughs> give it the times dude uh so for growing up what about tv shows that you love tv Being shows a kid early 2000s so drinking your vault yeah in your your surge energy drink stuff like that um my god i forgot about vault you just unlocked some weird oh, part yeah, of my brain i know um one, I was big, you know, my parents weren't too, weren't like that strict with TV viewing stuff. So Cartoon Network is somewhere I lived religiously, basically. So Ed and Nettie, uh, Johnny Bravo, dude. Ed and Nettie was by did, far one of my favorite TV TV shows of all time. Did you write down? <laughs> <laughs> my, on my list, those are the shows specifically really? I was banned really? from watching. You know, my parents were right about Johnny Bravo. It's not. Oh cool. yeah, Johnny Bravo not is cool. very, very much. Um, He's nearly a sexual yeah, predator. Yeah, no, he is very rapey. Uh, and yeah, it, and it's also like it's one of those things where people are like you know motherfuckers dudes need to learn how to take note for an answer. Oh, and then you yeah. got some some kid watching Johnny Bravo where he continuously hounds these women to go out with him and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, you know, that works. You know, well, let me try that. Yeah. Um, no, Johnny Bravo was not a good TV show. No, Not no. a good uh, moral TV show. Ed, Ed, and Eddie is okay. I learned as I got older that my parents just hated it. It was uh, annoying. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they just I was like, wanted, I was wondering what was the beef with Ed, Ed, They just did not want to listen to it. Um, they thought it was so stupid. My dad my... would be like overcome with disgust at how stupid Ed, Ed, oh, I thought Ed, Ed, and Eddie was the funniest shit ever. I watched um, I, I didn't really watch it that much. Oh, I and did. I when I got older, like in college, I'd get real high with my friends and we would watch it. And it's like <laughs> super weird yeah, to watch it's, now. Dude, yeah, it's, the it's, animation style is so open and it's like really surreal. It's a, um, a if I remember show. correctly, uh, um, didn't one of the producers or the voice actors for Ed, Ed and Eddie get like shot by police? I do not know. Um, I do not know. Uh, what's um? Fairy Odd Parents is another one. <coughs> is oh, an, is yeah. another one that my I, parents 
were at first resistant to it, but just kind of gave up because my sister and I were obsessed with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fairly Odd Parents and SpongeBob. Hilarious, were dude. Iconic uh, parts of our childhood. It was actually an animator for it, and they got shot by police oh. in a standoff or some shit like that. I don't, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna. It's weird how many stories we have about people getting shot police yeah, standoffs oh, in this crazy. podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so, yeah, SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents were definitely a staple in my childhood as well, as long with like Courage the Cowardly Dog. It's insane um, to think of a time before SpongeBob. Yeah. Like, it, it is so, like, omnipresent, you know? Yeah, it, and it's, it, I feel like, like, SpongeBob has been a constant part of my life. Absolutely. Through, like for, Tom Brady. For, yeah. <laughs> just always there. Just weirdly, my whole life, yeah. Uh, you know, like, um, well, a thing that's changed over time, the Mall of America used to have Camp Snoopy, because Snoopy used to be good yeah I dominated guess. dominated uh, and the, uh, sponge it became like camp spongebob after uh, really? eventually yeah because spongebob's I, tight i have no clue what you're talking about mall of america i know what that is but i don't know well what. the the what is it amusement park inside was used to be called camp oh, snoopy okay yeah. i knew they had like a, a roller coaster and shit in there they got a whole park, i didn't know really. there was a whole 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 shebang it's in some, there. i was like 11 it's cool then um it's now it's just like it'd be awful to go to now um yeah my so like my parents just really weren't like monitoring my tv usage i my parents were pretty they were like they were kind of against violent content and like you know i forgot to mention this like my uh in the video game or when we talk about tech or whatever oh yeah yeah uh my dad wouldn't let me play i could play call of duty where i could shoot terrorists in the face but I was not allowed to play Need for Speed Most Wanted because you're running from the police. Really? That's what kind of shit I was dealing That's with. That's hilarious that he wouldn't let it's, you play Need for Speed. I was like, it seems, you know, in retrospect, it seems like his moral compass for that is pretty much just Fox News outrage. That's fair. Yeah. You know, I was like, what the fuck? Why are you cool with me shooting the bad guys? Yeah, but running <laughs> away it, from the good it's guy. It's especially funny because... You know, like he was fine with Modern Warfare 2 and like that game's all about like an ambiguous who's the criminal, anything, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And like my parents were when it came to video games. Yeah, they were kind of restrictive, but they didn't really know what video games were bad unless there was a news article about it or. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) I remember one time my brother, my stepdad walked in on my stepbrother playing Dead to Rights. And saw him shooting people, and he was like, "Absolutely fucking not!" And like took the game and everything. That was a really good game. I was kind of pissed that he took it. I was like, "This is a great game." I was, I was, I was like really pissed about the Need for Speed thing. Like, well, come on, I'm yeah, driving it, a car. What a reach there. I know, <laughs> but uh, I, but I also attribute my parents not really monitoring my TV activity to getting into horror movies so quickly because some of the first movies I ever watched oh, were yeah. Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. That shit freaked me out. Oh yeah, I couldn't watch same, that shit. Same. Uh, and Stir of Echoes was another one that I watched at when I was staying with my dad one time, and it gave me fucking nightmares forever. And 13 Mars Ghosts. Attacks. Have you ever seen that yeah, movie? Yeah, I've seen Mars Attacks. It's now funny fucking movie. It's a pretty cool movie, but back then, those terrifying Absolutely aliens. terrifying. These, I would just cry like if they were on screen. <laughs> no shit. It, I, like, my, and it was weird because my sister would watch it. She's four years younger than me. She'd be like a toddler. She's like, hell Un-MP- yeah, dude. Yeah, totally fine. <laughs> Alien gang gang. Um, I see on these notes that you wrote down, you had Mail Call. Oh, yeah. Dude, I used to watch the shit out of Mail I Call. Have, I have. A, I met Arlie Ermey. I met. What? He, yeah. I, I, my, when I, this is how weird of a kid I was. I put <laughs> on here that I was very 
tapped out of pop culture yeah, yeah, for yeah. TV shows. Like I would watch a couple cartoons, but I was a weird kid. And for the younger listeners, History Channel used to show programming about history. Yeah. Uh, now it seems is literally just reality programming. It used to just have little mini docs, mostly about Hitler, but about other stuff. <laughs> and I watched it all the time. And Mail Call, I used to be obsessed with. I loved that shit. Yeah, my I remember my stepdad introduced it to me, and I watched the fuck out of it. And I, it's, it, it was it, awesome. it was a great show. It's basically yeah. like an adult demolition ranch, yeah, kind of in a weird way. I remember, you know how in in his episodes he would have like uh he would read the mail off yes i remember we went hunting one time back when my stepdad took us hunting and uh he was like he we for we had an old ass video camera and someone was recording him and he acted like he acted he was like i've got a piece of mail here that asked me what happens when you throw a nine millimeter into the fire (laughs) And, and then he throws it in there and then the next morning we're all we're getting ready to pack up and go home and we're all sitting around the fire and he's like, come and help us. And we just were like, yeah, it's cold. We don't want to. And he was like, okay. So he walks up and dumps an entire box of 22 shells into the, <laughs> into the fire. And it fucking got us moving real quick. Um, but yeah, man, that, yeah, history, I got to I, meet him. That's bad. Like, like when I was like nine or 10, my parents paid for me to go and see him speak live. Where, where at? Uh, it, oh, it was the uptown. Really? Weirdly. Yeah. It was uptown. Yeah. Um, it was like one of the, First live events I ever saw as a, a child. That's was crazy. Arlie Ermy, and he had, a, you know, he had at the beginning. He's like, any of the anybody younger here, and I was like the youngest yeah. person <laughs> there. Uh, and I, you know, went up there. I got a book signed by him. Took a picture with him. He said he liked my name. I was like, hell yeah, Arlie Dude, that's fucking badass. I'm, yeah, I'm very very first jealous. celebrity I ever met. And and you know, I did watch a lot of cartoons growing up too. But I, I you know, kind of like you, I was very also fascinated with the History Channel. I love that shit. I would watch hours of World War II footage. Dude, so when I first moved into my, uh, we moved in with my stepdad. I was sitting in uh, one of the rooms we had in there, and I was watching the History Channel. And they were, do- I think they were doing a doc on like indigenous people. And my stepbrother walked in, and on the screen it was like native like indigenous people throwing spears at something wearing like loincloths and he was like you're not allowed to watch that and i looked at him and i was like i don't care <laughs> and he got all upset about it but yeah man the history channel was a fucking banger back you know, then. It, it was really valuable too because i re- remember this one time watching a documentary about the pacific theater in world war ii and there was you know it's a super brutal part of the war and there was like a bunch of footage of them like flamethrowing dead guys or like shooting a guy like over and over. And like, I remember like being visibly disturbed about it as a kid. And my mom was like, yeah, that's war. It's not just cool airplanes. And I was like, dang, I was like, we don't want to go to war. It's bad. (laughs) Like, that's cool. I wish I like that. I really wish that kind of material was still presented to kids. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. Cause I think that also it helps us develop, understanding at an early age that we you know that we play war we play with our army men yeah absolutely we play war games out in the yard or whatever but war is actually a very grotesque and gruesome thing that you know shouldn't be idolized and it takes you know I, i think courage in programming to release material like that and show people you know, not just what's cool or easy or flashy. Like yeah. this is brutal and this is real. And this is what happened. This is, yeah. You know? This is what fucking uh, happened. I, and that's absolutely tragic loss that history channel and discovery channel. Yeah, oh, oh my God. Discovery channels ruined. It, you, I used to always just go, 
It, boom, boom, boom. History Channel, Discovery Channel, Animal Planet. Back to back to back. and Because the Animal Planet used to have a ton of cool shit. And they'd have just little mini... Like, there was, used to be this one where they would do like countdowns or like rankings of all the coolest bugs or whatever. <laughs> I was so bad. Dude, I, I watched... Yeah, absolutely. Oh, or the, the most deadliest land creatures. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got, and it, and you, I don't know if we're talking about the same show, but it had Almost like certainly. the green... Yes. Uh, yes, dude, yes. The green overlay. Oh, <laughs> fucking iconic, dude. bro. And, and it, it was so funny. Like the deadliest, it would be like... This snake could kill ten elephants, and then they're like, "This snake could kill a hundred elephants." What is, yeah, what's your unit of You're measurement like, oh, here? Okay. Deadly. They all seem pretty deadly. Pretty much the same level of deadly. Yeah, absolutely. And then it turns, and you know, it would always like make the most badass thing, but it's like mosquitoes. But yeah, <laughs> that's mosquitoes. what actually kills this, the most people. This is the most deadliest yeah. insect out there, and you're like, bro, this thing's about to have fucking fangs. It's about to set people on fire, and it's like, nope, just a mosquito. Here's your West Nile, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you were a kid, did you like watch TV with your family? Like, did you have family shows? It wasn't like I know some families have like a designated like, oh, we're gonna watch, we're gonna sit down and watch this, watch these shows, watch these movies. Uh, but no, um, we oh. didn't really have that. Now we there were times where we were all in the living room at the same time. Yeah. And we would sit down and watch TV together or we'd watch a movie together. Have, if we but ever, it wasn't designated yeah, family right. TV time. If we ever planned it, it was like watch a movie. Yeah, same. We had no shows that we watched together. Yeah. yeah. Although when I got a little older, you know, I'd like watch some shows with my dad. I think like Top Shot was the first show I ever watched. Oh, I remember like, Top Shot. Yeah, that was and that was like the beginning of History Channel's transition into reality TV. Yeah. And they got me. It was tight. I like gun shows. That was cool as fuck. My, yeah, my dad's a huge, and then my Discovery a huge Channel, History Channel buff. made a gun show, and then those people turned out to be pedophiles. Bro, no shit. And died in a shootout with the police. Not really. Uh, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was they, like, they were pedophiles. Were yeah. they really? Yeah, what yeah. show? Uh, uh, not Future Weapons. That guy died too. Really? Future no. Weapons died, uh, died of cancer. Oh, fucking yeah, R.I.P. to a real one, sad. dude. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Um, Discovery. There was, I think there used to be a couple Sons of Guns. Is that Sons it? Sons of Guns. They made one. No, Sons of Guns was American Guns was the bad one. American, American Guns, Guns was the one that had. Uh, oh, no, it said what? It says Sons of Guns. Maybe I'm wrong. This one. Yeah, I guess he all it says is former Sons of Guns reality TV star convicted of raping. That's oh, okay. fine. So, I yeah, get it. Yeah, that okay. guy. Yeah, that guy. Man, there's a lot of shows that have changed over yeah, our time. No Everybody got fucking shit. arrested. Yeah, just stop being a terrible human being. Jesus Come on, Christ. bro. It's not hard. We so, all have our faults, but son of a gun, dude. Do you hey. remember a, a time where you were like really looking forward to a movie coming out like yeah. as a kid? What yeah. was like the hype movie? Oh, man. Uh, do you have one in mind? I had Zombieland. Zombieland, Zombieland was your, like, super hype I was hype so movie. hyped about it as a kid because it was... Like, it was right when, uh, this great change, zombie culture was emerging oh, yeah, in movies dude, yeah, and TV. Absolutely. Like, it was right when Walking Dead came out. Zombie Land was, like, a few years before, I think. And Dawn of the Dead was another one that was, like, oh, yeah, yeah part that of was it definitely, too. yeah. Um, so, bef before we move on to that topic, I want to touch we on something real quick. Yes. While we're, we're, we're talking about, uh, we're talking about TV stations that have changed. Oh, yeah. MTV was one of the oh so yeah. mtv went VH1 from one too yeah mtv went from having shit like next and like mtv cribs next was like the dumbest fucking show ever yeah. it was so stupid 
uh, into like reality TV Wait, and stuff it, like that. What was it? Big? Uh, Robin Big? Robin Big, yeah. Was yeah, that? Yeah. That was pre-transition? I think that was near the the, uh, the like the limbo area yeah, where they were trying to figure I, out Jackass where to go. Was on, Jackass. Wasn't it on MTV? Yeah, Jackass yeah. was on MTV. And then they started hosting, after Jackass kind of lost its flame, they started re-hosting the Jutsons, who were Sorry. like the original Jackass. I don't want to interrupt, but... Um, They'd never lost their flame. Uh, yeah, I get okay. Jackass has always been good. No, I, I, I agree. But once they once they stopped making the TV shows and stuff like that, yeah, because uh, yeah. they had Wild Boys as well. Yeah, that's right. With that's Chris right. Pontius, um, I forgot the other guy that did Wild Boys with them. But they they started hosting the Dudesons, which the Dudesons were Jackass before. Jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, right. But yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. No, yeah. When I was thinking about you know, it, I mean, all the channels change. I always remembered when like Disney would do like a big aesthetic change. And it was so jarring to me as a kid. Cause like, you know, like the whole colors of transitions, what they would do with the transitions. Like they used to in the early two thousands, I'll never fucking forget. There was this whole vibe of like shitty CG, like CGI. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and like, it was, if you look up the music video of blue by yes. Eiffel 65, yes, dude, it I looks, re- that is what everything on Disney used to look like made of nightmares. And then, and now like, uh, then it changed to that white background of the adults, or yeah. the, you know, the people yeah, doing the, the, this is Disney stick, channel. Yeah. Blah, blah, yeah. The sticks. Exactly. Like, I think I don't, jarred me as a kid. Really? I was lost. I, I don't was like, think Whoa. the, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like what change. happened to the guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that the the switching over on Disney Channel really like affected me. It kind of just called blurred together. But definitely when Toonami changed, yeah, it, he used to be a little fat robot, yeah, and then he got yeah. sucked into like all that data or whatever, or and he came out just ripped. Like when Nickelodeon stopped doing as much of the like just orange slime creature thing, you yeah, know? like it like, got away from that. All their old. Uh, all their old game shows like um, yeah. uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, oh, dude. Oh, my uh, God. So when my, you know, when cable was a thing in my family, my stepdad paid for all the big channels. They had Nick Gas, and Gas was full of all the old yeah, TV shows. Yeah, so he had yeah. like Legends of the Hidden Temple, uh, Are, was- you, Are You Afraid of the Dark? And then they had the, the reality scary one where they were on like this abandoned campground and they had to do challenges and stuff like that. that oh dude i love the shit out of that but legends of the hidden temple was definitely my yes my all-time fucking favorite it's you know it's kind of crazy in this conversation i did not realize i watched quite as much reality tv as i had yeah like, i i wouldn't have said i ever was a consumer of it but i'm like damn i kind of did yeah i mean an <laughs> mxc yeah if you consider oh, it fucking mxc you know that's oh, kind of reality tv MXC. yeah uh, on the Spike, Spike, Spike dude. channel, dude. Nancers, yeah, and the, then MXC was like the most br- badass back to back combo. Yeah, and, and I, I, Mancers was so funny to me because oh it was God, the most. Yeah. How many, like, how many beer cans is a set of tits weigh? Yeah. But it was just the <laughs> dumbest shit how ever. How many bottles can you fill with your pee? Yeah. <laughs> like, what can the you fuck? can you freeze a fart? That's yeah. like the dumbest <laughs> shit ever, dude. But it was fucking quality television. Yeah, absolutely quality yeah, television. Does I guess is Mythbusters reality TV? R.I.P. to Grant Imahara, yeah, who I also it. met. I met Graham at BattleBots. No shit. Yeah. I was, BattleBots? I, I was in BattleBots in high school, and what? I went to this tournament in California, and we met Graham Mahara because he was a judge. I am so fucking jealous of Isn't that you insane? Right now. I watched 160-pound robots beat the shit I out of am, each other. I've never been more jealous of somebody in my entire life. It was awesome. Life. BattleBots was a, was a dream of mine. Unbelievable. I remember just Is that reality up, yeah. TV? 
I don't. Well, I don't know. It, it depends on if, what you can you count as reality TV. Because to me, it's not like there's a lot real, of bots in reality. Yeah, to me, reality TV is every this, like real world road rules and shit, and like I mean, Survivor and stuff like that. If you like Google that. it on the little blurb on the right, it just calls it reality. Okay, well, I guess. I mean, I guess it's just as long as it's not like scripted. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah that although makes sense. reality TV is scripted. Oh, hell, is scripted. Dude, BattleBots was sick as fuck. Oh my god, I'm so fucking jealous. Yeah, you know, right just now. a tip for anyone who's making their own BattleBot. Fire seems cool, but it's not that good. Yeah, not effective. It's not very helpful. I, I, I noticed People's robots are made out of steel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that during BattleBot sessions that like most of the robots that their main weapon was fire, they got Can't do fucking anything. destroyed. There yeah. used to be like there was this one uh, the, the Brazilian school there yeah. who made this design of a drum that spins with a, a bar of steel on it, and it was unbelievably powerful and like the thing spun so fast like fire didn't even touch it yeah you know, it just it's crazy design. throws it away all right we're getting too into it yeah yeah we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get back on track here uh, yeah so uh movies that i was excited for and this was the like the one of the last times i ever used to get hyped about trailers because i used to watch trailers and then i just decided at one point when i got really serious about watching movies i'm never gonna watch another one and i have not seen a trailer in like over 10 years I don't watch. That's I want to go into a movie as blind as possible. <laughs> okay. Because I got so high. Have fair. you ever seen the movie Battle Los Angeles? Alien movie 2011. I, I know what you're talking Aaron about, but Eckhart. I never watched it. Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> <laughs> the prestigious Aaron Eckhart. Thank you. <laughs> um, that movie, whoever's watching, listening right now, go and look up that trailer right now. It is so cool it's got these like it's got all these sick like cut in fade yeah, in shots yeah. and it plays this like really eerie somber like uh robot kind of voice music oh my god i saw that movie and i was like this is gonna be the coolest movie ever fucking made did it live up to the hype though no <laughs> garbage film oh, and i was man, like dude. that's why i did it i was like fuck this yeah fuck trailer i was bro. like they're wrong yeah. you know and then- have you ever seen you've seen like a um Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that movie is advertised in the trailers as a straight-up comedy. Really? It's I never not, saw the trailers for it. I they, actually had, Look them up sometime. It's I, bizarre. I didn't see Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind until like a year or two ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. super beautiful movie, devastatingly sad. Uh, yeah, not, that, that, It's like funny, I guess. That movie, like kindled the fire of my depression i like i was in a good mood and then i watched that movie and i was like everything's worthless <laughs> like, <laughs> like love is stupid fuck this uh, uh that's insane though. that that director uh fuck what were we just, what that movie called again oh yeah uh, yeah that, also, I, can't, I can't remember his name also why you're why you're oh charlie kaufman isn't it oh i think so yeah actually i think it is uh, Charlie well, Kaufman wrote it. All of his movies are like that. Fucking, if I had watched some of the movies of his that I've seen now, like I don't know if I ever would have recovered. Really? Like yeah. Synecdoche, <laughs> New York was like, I was like, is what it? What was it? Synecdoche, New York. It's about a guy who makes a play that just keeps getting bigger and bigger. That's the short version okay. of it. But like that movie would have made me sad and made me question existing <laughs> and yeah. reality. I was like, I, you can't watch it like that as a kid. Uh, yeah, and uh. The whole sad, you know, every, you gotta enjoy a good sad movie every now and then. Oh yeah, uh, I remember the first time I watched Requiem for a Dream. Um, I was, I and that that I was, was recent. That was like a couple years, like that was maybe four years ago. I remember or so. distinctly. Yeah, that. Oh. I remember like I was in cosmetology school at the time, and I remember watching it. And then I came into school the next day, and I was just like, I'm so sad. I was like, <laughs> that, like I can't stop replaying that movie in my head. Like, absolutely, it's fucking bananas, it, dude. 
you Nobody know, wins. I almost think that movie should be shown in like health class. Like it, it was, I have never seen a more effective deterrent to Dude, doing heroin. Yeah, yeah, doing heroin or fucking like when his mom is, spoiler alert, his mom's given the diet pills oh, that are just methamphetamine. So Dude, sad. So fucking also, sad. Also, this was, this took me forever to learn. The guy from Rec Room for a Dream is Jared Leto yeah. from 30 Seconds yeah, to yeah. Mars. And then I what didn't, the fuck? I didn't expect one of the Waynes brothers yeah. to be, <laughs> to be a fucking heroin. I'm sorry, either. is that one of the white chicks in this movie? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, so like the ending the hype for movies is like around the time that I started like really getting into movies. Yeah. Like I would say that a hobby of mine or an interest is movies. Like I, I watch tons of movies. Yeah, and, same. And, it's like, you know, a, yeah, like I said, it's a hobby now. It really started, uh, I'm going to drink water. <laughs> <laughs> My throat is giving out. Um <laughs> I really started with my uncle. My, so like my parents were getting divorced when I was like 13. Yeah. Amazing time for your parents oh, to phenomenal. get divorced. Perfect. Right in the midst right of Right in angst. the fiery crucible that is your <laughs> existence. Uh, and I would hang out. My uncle lived with us or always has. That, that's a long story. Uh, and I would just hang out with him, get away from my parents. They were fighting. They were terrible. Yeah. I don't want to be anywhere near it. Yeah. And he, which he showed me. This like he just showed me movies, you know. He showed me Monty Python, oh, Mel Brooks movies like Spaceballs, Blazing Saddles, yeah. you know, and like Kubrick, fucking two thousand one, Full Metal Jacket, which another badass Arlie Ermy role, um, The Shining, okay. like that was. I, I remember watching almost all of those in like the same summer, basically, and I was like, it's like this movie awakening. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Opening doors over here, dude. dude. It, uh, like that's definitely what started it. And like comedy, it showed me comedy could be smart. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to. Like you know, Austin Powers is funny. Yeah, it's really funny. It's super. It's fun. not smart. Yeah, it's not. Ace Ventura. I love comedy. that movie. Not Fuck smart. I, I not I, a smart. I movie. watched these shit out of Ace Ventura. Oh my right god, Jim so Carrey funny. was a fucking legend, dude. And he's and he's still like he's still such a powerhouse actor. You know, he's not in not in as much stuff as he used to be in, but he's still like he's never lost his fucking his his skill. Some actors are some actors are in later movies now and you're like, all right, you kinda of falling off. He's, I think Jim Carrey is still uh, who hasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I still think he's a fucking uh, a powerful actor. I agree. Um, I agree. Definitely. I mean, so I will attribute to my, my biological father, I will give him that he did show me a lot of good cinema and a lot of good shows and stuff like that. Uh, as well as like, you know, my, my brothers too. And the, the whole reason I'm into horror movies is because my brothers were into horror movies. My dad was into horror movies. So again, I was like eight, cool. eight years old watching nightmare on Elm street and shit like that, or Jason X. And, and it just, it opened this door for exploring different at different kinds of horror movies, like psychological thriller, mm. slasher movies, stuff like that. Um, and I like, you, you know, kind of like you, there was just one summer where it was fucking, Movies, you begin, yeah, you know, movies you're out conscious the ass, now. dude. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's that's that's really interesting because I, you know, uh, I was used to be so afraid of scary movies. Another thing, I think my parents were a little worried about because <laughs> I, I used to have night terrors all the time, and I used to be fucking terrified of scary movies. And it took me a really long time, like. I was probably like twenty before I started watching scary movies. Maybe eighteen. Really? Yeah, and like. I was like honestly kind of upset with myself when I started because I was like, oh my God. So like, good. There's so much. Yeah. Like, you know, I always characterized it as why do I want to watch a movie to feel bad? Yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? But like, 
horror is so cool. It, you it's, know, it's it, such a it's a it's my favorite thing is to imagine myself in this scenario, and that's what horror is. Yeah, good what for. and what would you do? What would happen? I think my favorite <coughs> genre of horror are like psychological horror movies, oh. things like you know, Vivarium, where uh, I don't know if you've seen that one. Uh, basically, like Jesse Eisenberg and his don't fiance. Spoil it. Oh, you don't want me to spoil it? No, okay. it's not at all. Fuck, dude. Okay. I need to watch it. Well, well, hold on. Like movies that I think are that, so that we both could talk about, okay, like yeah, yeah. Uh, the witch. The witch, yeah. yeah is yeah. that a good example? That is a good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, and I agree. Like, basically anything A twenty four as a movie studio produces, Fucking like powerhouse, like dude. Hereditary, Midsummer. So you I know, like, I want movies that are like real and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to. Like what I liked about the witch, and I have described ever since. I want a movie to make me uncomfortable. That's that uh, movie 100%. is. You can't calm down. You can't feel safe. You Ideally, know what I mean? like at, when you're younger, you're all for like the jump scares, the slasher films, because it's like a. You don't you can't not, appreciate. It's nuance. not an emotional reaction. Yeah, it's yeah. just a, oh god, that scared me. Now, like you said, I want a movie to make me feel fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, I want a movie to make me once like, I get done yeah. watching it, I got to turn some lights on. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, uh, when I started getting really into movies, like especially in, after high school, I um, uh, would start writing about movies. Like if I like really liked a movie and I wanted to talk about it. I would write out a review for it. And one of the longest ones I ever wrote was for Hereditary. And, like, that movie is uncomfortable because of, like, the building horror of it. Yeah. But also, like, the dynamics of the family relationships. Dude, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, this is, like, an awkward argument Fuck to be yeah, a dude. part of, you know? Like, that's a real fucking movie, you know? And it's, it's so funny because, like, before I started doing the internet stuff like TikTok and YouTube, my one of my earliest, like, content that I made was doing movie descriptions on Snapchat. Oh uh, yeah, 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 and it was like I fuck. I was one of those people that you just constantly had to click through their story because yes. I could only because <laughs> I could only do it in so many parts. But Hereditary was one of the first films that I actually. It's just a, a f- such a real film, you know. That's that's the kind of shit that I've really come to appreciate. Uh, we're kind of skipping all over my shit here. Yeah, I'm. Sorry. I had no, no. <laughs> this is good. This is a natural conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was gonna say, and this is good because we're talking about it. I was gonna say it was a long time before I really got a, uh, into TV shows as an art form. You know, like, for a long time, it was... I, the only... I would just watch TV shows for, like, comfort. You know, I watched... I, and this goes into that pop culture thing, like, MASH. You yeah, ever, You know yeah. that show? I, I from, never watched MASH, but I know what yeah, it is. Yeah, from the 70s. I watched Fresh yeah. Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, or fucking classic. You know, like, The Nanny, Home Improvement. Yeah. Like, I, I just liked comfortable, like, funny, you know, whatever. Like, I don't... You know, I remember this whole summer, parents getting divorced, like, my mom would sleep all day because she was a nurse, and I would just watch MASH and eat cookies, which is <laughs> why I was a fat little middle schooler, <laughs> but, like, I loved MASH, you know, like, that that kind of shit, yeah. and uh, it, it was it was the shows that came out at, at my age that I didn't even really watch until I was older, yeah. you know, like, um, one of the best examples is Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle, Fuck, I didn't dude. watch when it was coming out, but when it came out on Netflix, and I you started fucking watching watch it, it, and I was like, damn, like this is really good stuff. I, I'm really glad that you said that, because I never thought about that until you till you said it. I When I was younger, I didn't watch movies, or I didn't watch TV shows to like appreciate them as an art form. It was just, it, it they made me comfortable. Uh, it was yeah. something I could pay attention to if I wanted to, or I could just go do something else if I didn't. But now as an adult... 
you know, like with Malcolm in the Middle. I did watch a little bit of Malcolm in the Middle growing up just when it was on TV, but I, you know, I would I'll watch it as an adult now and go back to it and I'll appreciate it as a TV show. It's because it's, cause it's uh, especially Malcolm in the Middle, very emotionally Oh, yeah, rich. it's, yeah, and, and it's you know. It's super empathetic. And, to, and like, growing up, you're like, God, Lois is such a bitch. And then you see it yes. now and you're like, she was just fucking stressed out. Yeah, they were shitty kids. Uh, even, I mean, like, and, and you know, you're like, haha, the dad's bumbling, but you're like, wow, he like loves his yeah, wife. Yeah, he, he, like, he loves I his wife. that a lot. And, and he loves his kids and will do fucking anything for him. Even, and, even the biggest shitheads they are, he'll still go out of his way for it. You know, uh, when I was uh, preparing for this, I, this was something that I wouldn't have been able to vocalize younger, but I realized as I was writing it, um, this would this be a good time to talk about why I started to feel more yeah. uh, invested in TV as an art form. And it's because it uh, coincided exactly with the rise of popularity of that format. So... The first episode of Breaking Bad came out in 2008. Oh, yeah. Okay. I I didn't watch it really at all. It went on to Netflix in 2011 in its third season, and it got super popular. And that is when I started watching it as it was coming out. It was the very first show I ever followed and watched as it came out was Breaking Bad. And it's because Netflix – and you can find articles about it. Netflix is directly credited with bringing Breaking Bad, like, to the forefront and, like – and that is when the format of long form, hour long serialized drama started getting cool. You know, Walking Dead came out at the same time. I was super invested in it. Yeah. And it was awesome because, you know, I would get on like uh, the internet forums and do discussion threads, yeah. you know, talk to friends about it. Like, and, you know, that before shit was mostly shitty, all white people sitcoms. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, you know, honestly, I think. Two things. Uh, talking about Malcolm in the Middle, real quick. Do you do you do you ever read about how Frankie Muniz doesn't remember filming Malcolm of in the his Middle? Heart strokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has and, a bunch uh, of Brian Can- Cranston had to go with him and talk to him about you know everything that happened and uh, while going over lines with them stuff. Brian Cranston is a fucking national treasure. Oh um, yes. But Breaking Bad is also the first. TV show that I watched as it came out and got really into because I remember when it came out on Netflix, we had had a party one night at my friend's house and we had all passed out and woken back up and we were just kind of hanging out talking and we put Breaking Bad on in the background and by like the second episode, we were all just like watching it intently uh, yeah, and, and we we ended up watching like three seasons, I think at the time and it was it's insane and that and then after, you know. Uh, we got to the end of it. We were all like, all right, now this is going to be a daily thing or a weekly thing where we watch this show with each other and discuss it. And yeah, that's yeah, probably like, the first TV show I came uh, I, that Also, along the same timeline, same period of time, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, Game that, of Thrones. Game of Thrones was like the, I w- the first show I would get together with my friends to watch and, and like wait for, you know? Yeah, I didn't. You watched all of it? So, yeah, so I didn't watch Game of Thrones as it was coming out. I think I once, I think it was like season four or five is when I started watching it because my ex-girlfriend at the time That's was super tragic. into it. Yeah, absolutely. That so is tragic. My ex-girlfriend at the time, how many seasons were there? Eight? Eight. Oh, yeah, my ex-girlfriend at the time really liked it, so we started watching it. Uh, she was showing me it, and I really loved it. And so we started watching it together, and then I kept up with it after that. I watched it regularly yeah. after that. And, and that was what was cool is you could get on Netflix, you could catch up, you know, and it was great because I would go on the Reddit threads and read the theories and, and then come back Same, and watch yeah. the next ones, you know, um, and then you could start the show it, before 
You're fucked. Yeah. What am I going to go to a fucking Blockbuster and pay for each disc? <laughs> Fuck like, no, Jesus dude. Christ. No, no one ever did it. And there used to be serialized dramas that I, I and I, I forgot to put before, I didn't watch these. Like, I, I did not watch The Wire, yeah, West either. Wing, nope. The Sopranos. Nope. They were before my time. I wasn't old enough. Didn't watch but they stood either. out as uh, anomalies. There weren't a lot of super popular dramas that existed like that and yeah. like that is when that shit really started or and you know another one was uh lost i yeah my brother was into lost and i watched a, a season i think and i just couldn't get into it i watched uh, it wasn't my wait, thing netflix came out i got uh, with streaming i watched all of netflix it, it went from 2004 to 2010 i watched all of it at, in 2011 and i was like guys lost and everyone's like bro we're over it yeah that's that old <laughs> news but ages ago um uh funny funny fun fact i had about lost it, it, it for a long time it was the most expensive pilot of really? a tv show ever um it like it, this was when uh abc was losing a lot of market share because nbc had er okay uh they had this creative director who um like needed a competitor to lost and he thought like, or to ER yeah. and he thought this lost script would be for it. Um, he had put like, it was like $12 million and people were fucking mad about Holy it and they shit. were like against it. And he was just like, this will save the channel. This is the way. And he got fired for this. Oh, shit. no shit. And, and, but they couldn't stop it because they put millions. Yeah, millions of they dollars. They bought yeah. a real airplane. For, nope. Yeah, like for that scene. Good Have God. you seen the pilot a lot? Uh, I, yeah, but it's, it's incredible. been a minute. It's yeah, honestly it's super minute. cool. Um, and, and like that was one of the first shows that showed that investing in it as an art form, like TV isn't yeah. just cheap sitcom bullshit like if you put money into it you can get viewers lost isn't the best example because yeah. it sucked balls <laughs> eventually it's like nonsense yeah. but it was cool it, <clears throat> it was cool it was fucking weird you know but it, it was one of the shows that was notable for having cinematic elements extended plots you know multiple characters and timelines that you follow and like you know that's that's being the groundwork of what it, TV yeah. shows are now. And now how many fucking serialized God, dramas Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, and as we were talking about Game of Thrones too, you know, I can't think of a better example of solidifying your place in TV history and then fucking demolishing oh it my. in one season. I was just talking to my girlfriend about that. <laughs> I'm like, I, the time, like, I loved watching Game of Thrones with everybody. Yeah. I, yeah fucking thought it was so fun experiencing something a culture was excited about together yeah. you know i remember there was this time i was talking with taylor as we were walking into like a, a smoke shop yeah you know we we're talking about the next game of thrones episode what we think's gonna happen yeah the guy at the counter starts talking about with us about it. he's Dude, like yeah yes. i think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. i was like everybody is fucking talking about this shit it also game of thrones is another one that i met this guy at this party in college and he goes, I, I remember you. I don't think you remember me, though. I was like, why? Yeah, goes, what? You ruined Game of Thrones for me. <laughs> I was like, I did? <laughs> it's he a was, fucking war Apparently crime. one time I walked up to my friend in the line for the bus at our apartment complex and started talking about it. And he was back there. And he's like, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. So when you're talking about that stuff, just keep it on the yeah, down Yeah, he's low. got like a vengeance out for Isn't you. Isn't that hilarious? Years later, yeah. that guy was like, catch, you. Catch the new drama on HBO. Fucking this uh, guy uh, coming after you for spoiling uh, spoiling Game of Thrones for him. But and, you know, and like, that's something that I wrote that I really miss 
like I think streaming is cool because if you want to watch a drama, you can watch it at your own pace. You can catch up. You know, if you got a lot of time, you can watch a lot of it. If you only have time for one, you can do that. Um, but I do miss like an episode coming out and everybody talking about it, and we're getting excited for the new one. And, and like I thought, the boys we talked about this. Oh, I thought yeah, it was yeah, yeah. dumb that the yeah. boys was doing that. But now I'm kind of like. I don't know. It's tight. It's, I'm excited it, for the next week. Yeah, you know? and like I said, it's like a double-edged sword because, you know, that was the appeal to streaming services yeah. back then was that you can binge watch this entire drama. We're, we're releasing it all at once, and now since streaming services are pretty much the norm, uh, they have to, they, they also have to go back to releasing yeah. it once a week because they got to keep and people like, invested. The things that I really love, episode discussions on Reddit, yeah. like live discussions, so fun. Seeing all the theories, following what everyone's going to got. And it's, when a whole show comes out like that, they just don't work. It doesn't. And you absolutely. can't have everybody talking in the same episode because, you know, some of the people have already watched the whole fucking show. And it's and it's also definitely like something you can just talk to people about. Yeah. Like, I used to have a squad leader in the military um, and his thing, his his thing was like, if there's anything, you know, people can can communicate on three topics. And it was like movies uh, TV and it was like sports or something like that. But he, that was his mantra was like, if you don't know anything to say to somebody, you can talk about these three That's things. True. Someone's always got something to say. I, about know, it. I know nothing about sports. Yeah, me neither. So uh, I, I went yeah, all in on movies. I, yeah, and TV. I know. I think it was, I don't think it was sports. It was something else, but that one of them was movies and TV. And, and you know, like with how many now it's like a discussion with someone about TV, like we're doing. It's like, have you seen this? No. Have you seen this? No. Have Fuck. you seen it? Oh, I saw some of it. You know, like no one's ever on the same page like we yeah, used to be. That kind of bums me out. Be. It is uh, quite the and fucking And now, if you are streaming, like if like if you're not watching them all at the same time, you're behind everybody. Yeah, you're fucking. You're like, you're, shut, you're, up, shut, yeah. up, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Don't um, tell me anything. One show I do want to give a shout out to is uh, Watchmen on HBO. Oh yeah, fucking phenomenal. I mean, and miniseries are cool. I yeah, think that's absolutely. Awesome. I like that shit. Watchmen. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend taking advantage of HBO's free trial. Consume all yeah. of it. It's, Read the comic, watch the movie, watch the show. And all the, the TV show is great. Like I grew up in in Oklahoma, and the first episode of Watchmen re re enacts the Tulsa race riots. Yeah. Uh, uh, the green, the green, yeah, the green, the Tulsa, yeah, the Tulsa massacre, basically, where the Klan basically blew up fucking not just the an Klan. entire section. Don't let the citizens get out of that. It wasn't just the Klan; it was normal citizens just tearing down black people's lives. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, sorry, everybody I, was involved. In that. Uh, yeah, it, they they re went over the Greenwood massacre. I forgot. I knew. I thought it was Greenwood, but I didn't want to say something that was wrong. That's fair. Um, I wanted to make sure I had good information, but I highly recommend if you're gonna watch it, anyways. If you're gonna watch it for any reason, watch it for that first episode. Yeah, because it's something you hear about, and it, we didn't really get taught it in school in Oklahoma. They kind of mentioned it, and then we moved on to different things. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> education. There's a race riot. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. And but watching that episode really like did something to me. It like shook shook me to my fucking core. Like I like it, it's it was a genuine feeling of fear and disgusting and disgustment of seeing how those people were fucking massacred in the street and it was just they and just bombed. let it, yeah just and bombed and they just let it happen yeah like it was fucking normal and yeah that definitely that awoken something inside of me i don't think that's that's one of the not one of the first times but it's definitely up on my top list of a tv show making me feel extreme emotions also another one oh man great example um true detective did you ever see that one 
damn it, we're no. doing it. Yeah, we're, we're that, I did that, not. We're dude, all, yeah. oh, it's, it's a Matthew McConaughey show. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it's like a mini series about this one. You would love season one of that show. Really? Yeah, it's mega spooky. You, uh, you've got to watch spooky it. Stuff. What's uh, it on? Like, huh? It's it on. It was an HBO show. HBO originally. show. Okay. Skip season two. It's trash. Okay. But gotcha. uh, season one of that show was like every episode of that. I'd just be thinking after. And you know what's really doing that to me now is the boys. The boys. Did you dude, watch I the have last not seen episode? the second season? I need to catch up. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Dude, every single episode of that is just like sometimes we have to like pause just to breathe. Really? Like, no it's, shit. It's unreal. God damn. Like and you know like 2013 and on is when I recognized TV and movies exist and they're both beautiful and incredible. Yeah. And like the boys, to me is like showing what art and TV can be like, it, it's so smart and brutal and real and like empathetic and like, and that's the kind of shit that I've really come to value out of TV and yeah. movies. Like, um, uh, uh, you probably haven't seen pen 15. No, but you've but, seen big but, mouth. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are both kind of good examples of shows that are like, seem silly and weird, but like are actually very empathetic and thoughtful yeah. and kind, you know, and like that's what I really like now. And that's another show that we should show to middle schoolers. Which one, Big Mouth? Uh, Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Yeah, I, yeah. it seems it does a good job. It does. A, it does an extremely good job. Um, it's a little grotesque. Yeah, in, in <laughs> maybe, some areas. Yeah, um, you could maybe trim the cousin fucker episode a little, <laughs> but there's it's good. I and like I, now, I just I want reality. Like, I don't want reality TV. I want reality yeah, out yeah, of yeah. TV. You know I, I, I mean? also think, you know, these TV shows and movies nowadays as adults, they're kind of something we look into to make us feel something. Like, you know, as a kid, you're you're just watching a TV show because it makes you laugh or, you know, it gets that comedic response out of you. But now you, as an adult, you look for a little more sustenance, a little more like yeah. meat and potatoes too, yeah. that makes you feel and makes you think about something. Cause the quickest way as True. a TV show to get me to come back is to make me like, put me on the edge of my seat. Like you, know, like you said, the boys, you guys had to pause it and take a breath. I love TV shows like that. Cause it, it invests me. I'm invested yeah. into the characters. I'm feeling all kinds of emotions because of it. And it's just, it's fucking phenomenal. You know, and like uh, my viewing habits have changed as my life has changed. Yeah. Like I wrote when I was in college, I did, you know, I'm busy. Like I was busy as fuck. I worked like 30, 40 hours a week and was getting an engineering degree. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't easy. And like, I would just want to watch something thoughtless and, and bright and funny and and quick, you know, because like I had a lot more or a lot less free time. Yeah. So I just needed something that just hit that, you know, like yeah. and that was when I was watching like 30 Rock and Archer and Parks and Rec. Like okay, just yeah, yeah. something that's easy and fun, you know, and I, now I don't I really don't watch that shit as much just because. I, I don't need it. And I have more time to like sit down and like really appreciate a real show. Like that's, I, I, and that's something I've, I've noticed a lot of change. Uh, one show I did want to talk about. Yeah. Let's, this would be a good last one to okay. pause on. Uh, you've seen that 70 show, right? Yeah, absolutely. Do you like it? 
Yeah, I I really enjoyed it when I was younger. Now I I still enjoy it, but it's more of just like a, a nostalgia. It's familiar. Yeah. I think it's genuinely funny at another, moments. Another actor yeah, who became a rapist. God, God damn, damn it! Damn it. Stop! Shit! Like be a good fucking person. Oh my god! Um, but uh, it's definitely now. Like uh, I think I stopped watching that '70s show when they changed Kelso into the. That's dude what everybody hair. says. Yeah, and it's because I just thought Kelso was genuinely fucking funny. Yeah, um, and but that '70s show definitely. Definitely has a nostalgia factor. Have you rewatched it recently? I mean, I like uh, I can remember like at least a year ago I would watch it. It, it now nah, I can't even watch it now. Really? It is hugely problematic. Yeah, like, that's it, yeah. Okay. Like uh, you know, something I struggled with for a long time was understanding the idea of rape culture. Yeah. Watch that '70s show. It is horrible. Absolutely. It's disgusting. Like. There's a joke, a constant joke about how Kelso's trying to listen to people have sex or watch them get undressed. Yeah, or Fez is hiding in yeah, Donna's closet dude. to watch her get undressed, stuff I was like, like that. Or, like, to watch her fuck her boyfriend. Yeah, I was like, this yeah, isn't yeah, that's, funny. And, and, like, back then it was just, oh, just boy things, you know, that's what yeah. guys do. And now I look at it, yeah, you're right. You and look at it now and you're like, what the fuck? I, like, that kind of content has changed so much in our life. Like, it, that show is vaguely racist tons you know shows casual homophobia yeah, was fucking rampant, rampant. Yeah. like friends holy shit the punchline is homophobia you know like, and like it's crazy how much that has changed just in like the last 10 years yeah even. you know and representation in media has changed hugely like it's not just white people For, and, and i really one thing i will say i enjoy about with the way things are now that that is, that's not how it is anymore. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's not cool. TV shows are very inclusive and stuff like that. And I think that's good for younger generations. Cause it teaches them to be more accepting of, yeah. of different people from different walks of life. It's like, you know, I've seen people on Facebook that some production or some place is like, Oh, one of the new characters in this TV show is bisexual or is transsexual or is, or is homosexual. And someone's like, I wish they wouldn't shove this shit down oh our fucking God. throat, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, they're not shoving it down your throat. You want a realistic TV show that, that portrays real life in real time. This is that, yeah. you know, this, well, it, that's what it's doing. These, it, it's not shoving it down your throat. It's portraying real life because those people fucking exist they're out there, right. and they're a part of everyday life. But some, something that I have noticed has changed is, and what I didn't like is for a long time, in, inclusion or whatever was very tokenistic. And yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. look at the gay guy yeah. being gay. Yeah, you know? look at us. We got a like, gay guy on our show. Look at us. You know, yeah. a show that does a good job of that uh, or ignoring that is Letterkenny. Oh, yeah, Letterkenny absolutely. is about representation and treating it as very matter of fact no one's ever like oh are you gay yeah, like, yeah. they're just that's the dude's life you know absolutely uh, uh, or uh schitt's creek had a really good arc about that and it's like kind of a joke they run throughout the show is like you think the plot line is going to be this basic ass they're uncomfortable with being gay yeah but they accept it as being gay they're that's nothing they're yeah. like they're talking about something yeah. else. I'm like, <laughs> that's cool different. yeah and like that's what i like now is like representation isn't just including people and to some degree you are kind of shoving it in people's face if the character's just like ha ha yeah, i'm yeah, gay yeah, you know that's, that's their like, whole personality them, i think much more healthy representation that we see now is them just existing yeah just, just being people being their you know? normal self like they are in real life yeah um absolutely and i'm glad we've kind of we're, we're starting to stray away a little bit more from the tokenistic aspect of things to where it's just like because it's you know that's reality these people are here in our lives you know 
there have been gay people, hom- like homosexuals, everything since the fucking dawn of time. Yeah. Like they've always been here. And it's um, like you know, you can have a black friend and not just talk about them. Being yeah, black talking all about the being time. black. Yeah, Jesus. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I, I definitely, I definitely love that we're as in media, we're getting we're. At, Getting better. Yeah, we're getting way better. You we're know, working on it. Um, absolutely, and I, I will attribute to media uh, teaching me that about like pansexuality and stuff like that, yeah. and coming to terms with my own fact that I'm pansexual. Uh, oh, you know, Bo- Bojack Horseman. Yeah, Bojack Horseman. The asexuality yeah. is presented yeah, really well. Yeah, it's, I think they do a good job of stuff. They like do a that. fantastic job. One thing, a, a great example of that, actually, I really liked. And um, the last season of BoJack, when Diane is, I think, on antidepressant, she gains a lot of weight. At no point in the show does anyone mention it. It just happened. You yeah. know, that's a side effect. They don't make it a plot line. No one's calling her fat. It doesn't have to be a fucking it's, thing. Yeah, it's not the you butt know, of the and, joke every the, 10 minutes. The foil to that is that show, I think it was called like Mandy and Mindy. Or is that yeah, show I Mike know. and Mindy? Yeah, yeah. About two fat couple and it's all about their being, fat, being you know? Fat, yeah. And I'm like, I, we don't need that. You know, I, I think there's much more value in just sh- representing. Yeah, you can create a show with a lot of sustenance where you're not just fucking shitting on people or, or the just, entire time. Uh, even just commenting on their basic tr- human traits. Absolutely. No, hundred percent. I think that's a decent spot yeah, for us that's to cut a good, off. Yeah. That's definitely for, good for a two parter. So yeah, we are going to be releasing the. We're, we're still going to figure out if we want to release it at once or do weeks. I'm kind of leaning towards releasing it at once a little yeah. bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk it might about be it. coin toss involved. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> how we make all of our big decisions by tossing a coin. Um, but thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you. Uh, thanks for listening to us ramble on a fucking. An almost, we got a lot left on this. Yeah, I know. Almost an hour and fifteen minutes of just spewing stuff out of our mouth. Um, if you want to follow me on my other my social my other social medias. Uh, you can do so at uh, allmylinks.com slash official. I do true crime, paranormal stuff on my YouTube channel, uh, you know, Instagram, TikTok. I just made a fucking Twitter. Don't know how that shit works, but I'm going to I'm gonna figure it out. I've, I've not been in the Twitter game for a long time, so I don't what understand. What I've seen, you're supposed to do all caps and, and put in your emotion in the text. Oh, okay. So sad, all caps, <laughs> all caps. Uh, exclamation points. Perfect. So people understand what your emotion is. Uh, yeah, I kind of got the idea that you're just supposed to scream into the void. Yes. Uh, I if think someone that's responds, the gist of they're Twitter. fighting you. Remember oh, okay. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's always a battle. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Uh, I've got I've got some words to be said to these, <laughs> these Twittersphere people. But again, thanks so much for stopping by. We'll see you guys again uh, on the part two of this episode. And then what's after that? What we got? Music. 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 All right. Then we will start talking about some smashing hits from growing up to now and things of that nature. All right, it's just going to be about Smash Mouth. Yeah, it's literally (laughs) an hour and a half of Smash Mouth, so get ready for that. But thanks so much, guys. We love you. Be safe out there. Uh, Be kind to others. Most of all, be kind to yourself. Wear a mask. And I hope all the good things happen to you today. Yeah. Yeah, we almost forgot. If you... Have a story, a topic, something that or butthole picks. Yeah, or butthole picks that you want to tell us, want us to talk about anything in that nature. Please, for the love of God, send it to us at please. Yeah, please, please at snackspacksmail at gmail dot com. S n a x p a x mail at gmail dot com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, we want to thrive off that information you give us, and we want to tell your stories and go over the topics you want to hear. So please, please, please. Send us something. Yeah. Also, 
maybe if you guys want, we're going to try to work on a Patreon account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys have an idea for content that you'd want for something like that specifically. Yeah, some kind of exclusive to content. If you did like a subscription for uh, to us and then we'll put out content that's only available to you. We would love to hear if you have any, any guidance, any ideas for that. Yeah, we're kind of like, like we've said before, we're shooting this from the hip. So uh, help us out here. Help us. <laughs> help us. <laughs> help. 